Welcome to Slow and Steady, the podcast where you get to follow along as we build products in public. Each week, each week we give you an honest peek in our lives as we share our struggles, our wins and everything in between. I'm Benedict and I'm feeling inspired. I'm Benedicta. Today is January 18th. This is episode number 123, 123, and I am feeling confused. <laughs> So we're we actually recording the intro every time and I managed to mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, things got off on a little bit of a rocky start. We met here, I guess, 45 minutes ago when I woke up for a nap and felt like I was dying. <laughs> so <laughs> we kind of had to get back in here and we did. So what got you feeling so inspired? Yeah, just, I don't know, feeling feeling inspired because... Yeah, things are moving along. Uh, we're making small progress, but making progress steadily. Um, uh, again, I, I mentioned it in previous episodes, the new front-end developer is doing a great job and just having someone else on the development side that keeps on churning out code is, is inspiring. Like, there's, uh, it's not as easy to fall into the I don't know what to do today trap and like just messing around the entire day without actually focusing on anything and just having someone else on the team who's on the code focused on something yeah it's just inspiring and helps me to to stay on topic as well and not get like <laughs> lost in all the other stuff um so that's great I, i'm quite happy well that's good because i i thought about you i think it was yesterday when it was like it's supposedly Blue Monday or something, because you've been mentioning that you always feel a little bit worse in kind of like the, the winter months or like in that December or January. And research somehow says that yesterday, uh, the third Monday in January, I guess it was, it's like Blue Monday. It's when all the, um, all the uh, New Year's resolutions are stopped. Or is it the second one? <laughs> well, anyway, it was yesterday. <laughs> um, all the New Year's resolutions are stopped. Like it, the, the, it's very short day um, in most, at least in our northern cold countries. And um, there were some other reasons, kind of the allure, like Christmas. I don't know. So it's it's supposedly scientifically the day where people feel the worst. <laughs> so I'm really happy that you feel inspired because that means you've kind yeah. of kicked you've kind of kicked that winter blues to to the curb since uh, you're feeling good on the bluest Monday of the year or like the bluest week of the year. Yeah, yeah, I guess it worked. Um, I'm not entirely sure what what made the what what yeah what fixed this or whatever um but uh, overall feeling a lot better the last two weeks than I, I felt like in the first week of january um and yeah i got a daylight lamp for uh, for christmas so every Maybe morning that's I'm, it. I'm bathing in daylight <laughs> artificial daylight um and i also noticed that i mean it's essentially the same thing like the the thing like the the, the key light that we that I got for uh, live streaming and video calls, it's essentially the same thing. So some days I just keep that light on the entire day. <laughs> Maybe that helps. I don't know. Uh, but overall, yeah, feeling good. Then you done any other mood boosters? Uh, keeping up the workout routine um, helped, I guess, a little bit. Oh, well, did it help? I don't know. But just like we worked out three times last week and... Uh, 
just the fact that we managed to do this feels good. <laughs> so Are the, you annoyingly discovering, like all of us, that exercise help? It's the most annoying fact I can think of is that exercise yeah. helps on the mood. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not newly discovering that, but um, unfortunately, it's true. Um, and just like, yeah, just feeling good about myself that I stick to the <laughs> to the routine so far. I mean, we're only like one and a half weeks in or so, but um, let's let's hope we can keep this going. Um, so that that probably helped as well. Um, and the other small thing that that also helps with the mood is that we got ourselves a little raise in our salaries. Ooh. Um, so that's always nice, I guess. <laughs> Did you then have a talk to yourself about your achievements and decided on a raise, or how is that done in your company? Yeah, we, <laughs> like. Sometime last year, we decided on a revenue goal for uh, December 31st. Um, we didn't quite make that, but we, back then we decided like when we make it, we will get a raise. Um, and as I said, like we didn't quite make it, but we still felt, go felt good about our progress and decided, okay, let's, let's not wait another month or two until we actually make that revenue number. But uh, give ourselves a little pat on the back <laughs> and raise our salaries a little bit. So that's kind of nice. Um, but yeah, that's it mood-wise. I, I feel like that's that's all that contributed to just feeling overall feeling a lot better recently. Yeah, and so in terms of updates, um, I'm not entirely sure what, what, like, what to share. There hasn't been that many big things happening. But um, last Wednesday, I, I believe it was, we had to deal with a, a little a spammer attack on one of our customers. So someone decided it's a good idea to just create a bunch of accounts with their um, on their system, um, and all like all the updates uh, got sent over to user list. And luckily, because the way the automation sent was set up. It didn't trigger any outgoing emails, but like our background processing queues were swamped with like stupid updates and some uh, weird weird links in the name field uh, where they don't don't belong. Um, so after trying to figure out what was going on, we ended up just like temporarily suspending the account for that customer. So it would just ignore all the updates. And um, once they had the problem resolved, we, we of course, re-enabled it. But, yeah, it was a funny two-hour project on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's, that's the, the most exciting thing from last week. The other nice thing that happened, um, I was able to finish uh, the core behavior update that I mentioned a couple of weeks ago or last week. Um, so we can now finally ignore events from third-party integrations that don't have a matching user inside of user list just yet, uh, which sounds mundane in a way, uh, but it will allow us for like more flexible integrations. For So for example, if you connect, um, if you connect your customer support tool to user list, um, you'll get events for like customers that re uh, open tickets, but like not for every single 
um, cold outreach campaign that happens uh, to, <laughs> to hit your support inbox. Because that would probably, I mean, would be good for us because it would create new users and we'd bill you for it and stuff like that. But it's probably not what you want. So, um, yeah, that's now possible. Um, and that's that was one of the blockers of like allowing more advanced integrations with other tools. So, yeah, now now I'm on to more integrations. And there's also one little other thing that I want to work on that even like makes this even easier. Um, but that's a project for next week. So, yeah, I'm pretty happy. Like overall, things are moving in the right direction. And um, yeah, that that's yeah. why I'm feeling inspired. <laughs> I'm feeling inspired. What yeah. a nice feeling. <laughs> but now totally. I'm feeling inspired because it's always nice to have this chat to like, I don't know, I always end up getting a little energized and inspired from uh, talking through what we've done last week, even when it's like a mundane stuff. It's like, yeah, <laughs> look at us moving forward. Um, yeah. And what's yeah. also nice, uh, Leo, our front-end developer, is basically working on all the small UI improvements that I've ne neglected for the last couple mm. of weeks or months even. So it's good to be able to ship new small improvements and I don't have to do anything for it. So that's that's exciting I can as well. I understand this inspiredness. Like having to do less and more is being shipped. Not a, mm -hmm. not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, and also, but it's nice it with, with like user user fronting features or changes like that. Even though they're they're small, and you probably could have done them as well, fairly quickly. It's something about like batching them up and having the 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 want, I guess, that he has to actually fix these things. Like he finds those types of as a front end developer, he obviously or he probably finds those types of tasks challenging and interesting in a way that maybe you don't <laughs> or it's not like your yeah. comfort zone so um even though they're not maybe that time in time a uh, time intensive yeah time intensive um you probably put them off longer than than he will and and users yeah. notice and, so you'll probably get some like good feedback when all of these kind of things stack up people will be like wow yeah, <laughs> and also one of my problems usually is because i'm working on both front-end and back-end, or used to work on both, I kept overthinking the solutions. Like, instead of just doing a small tweak in the in the UI, I would usually, like, think about the entire system and, like, coming <laughs> up with solutions of, like, yeah, if we just change all these parts, then maybe everything is better and this one feature uh, suddenly is easy to implement. Um, but turns out, yeah probably just doing it on the UI is probably good enough. So. <laughs> Isn't that why having different skill sets is, is a good good thing on it? Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah. So what's been going on with you? No, I'm just, I, don't know, I said confused because I didn't know. Like, I am confused about how I'm feeling. No, <laughs> no I, <laughs> as you can hear, like, I still feel pretty good, but, like, things are just being... I feel like things are being like thrown at me uh, since school has been closed for a week and I was supposed to open this week and then like, I think it was Sunday night or was it? Well, anyway, then we were like, oh, there's not going to be school on Monday. And then I was like, oh, 
obviously there's not going to be school Tuesday. They just don't want to say it. And then <laughs> last night, I think it was even six o'clock at night, we hadn't gotten a message. And I was like, hello, you know, <laughs> is there going to be school tomorrow? Is there not going to be school tomorrow? And then we were, then everybody got a message after I kind of asked for it. I was probably not the only one, but then it was like, oh, there will be no school. So it's a little hard to kind of like plan how much time will be available to work. Um, and I feel like last week we ended up having a good routine with how we balanced kind of having Lillian home and like our neighbors, we could share a little bit about, you know, uh, taking care of the kids and then Ula and I could share. So it felt kind of good, but in the same way, I feel like I didn't achieve as much as I had planned, of course. Uh, but mm -hmm. then when I look at what all I've done, I'm like, well, I actually got pretty much done. But it was like, you know, the regular kind of engine that we talked about. I get all the kind of engine stuff done, but I don't have time to like make um, kind of progress in, in kind of new initiatives or like, yeah, I half made the sales page, but I, and I was going to come back to it, but then like I didn't have time to come back to it. <laughs> because yeah. <laughs> there's all. Uh, but I had a high note yesterday when when school was closed, of course, and I had decided I was going to get my first draft for the Smashing Magazine article that I postponed before Christmas because suddenly school was closed. So I was like, I told Smashing that, sorry, like I cannot commit to anything right now. And they were like, you know, totally fine. And now I haven't told them I'm doing it. So because I just I want to have that draft done before I'm like, oh, I can commit to a new draft deadline and be like, here it is. Um, I had this brilliant idea of taking that Lillian and her friend to the cinema and stick them in the cinema on their own. First, I was like, is that even legal? Turns out it is legal. <laughs> so I put them in like the movie theater and then I got uh, sat down in kind of the waiting area, coffee place, kiosk area and ended up like smashing out 400 words almost for um, Smashing Magazine. So that felt like one of those, I don't know, super mom, like, I'm, you know, I'm, I can do it all. You know, I can be a parent. <laughs> I can be a business owner. Like this is, I'm killing it. So that felt pretty, pretty good. But then it turned out I had totally forgotten that my mom, who has Alzheimer, had an appointment with the Alzheimer or the dementia clinic while she had not, which is like, there's a joke in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I had to, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I had to go with her this morning and ended up postponing the live screencast today, which is probably good for everyone and me and and then I realized maybe I should just do them bi-weekly to give myself some mar more margins because I also realized last week that I have enough to say to send daily emails for months to come it turns out when I first started writing daily it's just like because you can keep them so short and like to the point and you can reference old emails like it really works for me like I haven't f really found the style yet but I'm like getting there and I have I thought I needed those live screencasts to have something to say the day after, but turns out mm -hmm. I don't. Like, I have enough to say <laughs> uh, if I just keep them short and then I can, like, keep kind of a, not a storyline, but I can keep referencing back and stay on one topic maybe for a week or two and then hopefully get the Thursday live stream to kind of be around the same topic so I can, like, get the keep the conversation going. So I'm really happy about, about that and... Yeah, so anyways, I don't have to, but I had to do it. I had to have those live screencasts for two weeks now to be like, trust that I could do daily. 
But now I'm mm-hmm. like, I can do daily, no problem. And it now takes me like an hour or less to do each email, which is super, because then it's not, um, it's it's a good way to like start a day even to just like kind of write that and wrap that and feel good about having shipped something that day that hopefully mm-hmm. can help others and keep my head like going. <laughs> Um, so are you are you really like writing them every day? Like the first thing you do is write them or do you batch them up and write a couple for the next following days? So since I've only done it for two weeks, it's kind of been daily. Sometimes I've started on the weekends, at least with the Monday one, which is just like a weekly wrap up of what's happening around the Gatsby Islands, which I call it. Um, but the other ones have been kind of each day. But then today... I ended up kind of stubbing out the whole week. And then I wrote um, tomorrow's post fully done because on Tuesdays it's Ulla's day. So I only write four emails and then he writes one. But um, and then I wrote almost all of, or I finished tomorrow's and then I kind of write an outline for Thursday and Friday. So I'm guessing that will be more my, my flow, but uh, I think I'll probably like finish them up on the day. Because it just, mm-hmm. it also it feels good to have kind of done that little literal, uh, ritual of getting it into the RSS feed, going into ConvertKit and being like, yes, this looks perfect. I'll send it. Um, yeah. So that was uh, my content engine uh, talking, nice. talking about the content engine. Um, but yeah, so that's why I'm also feeling so confused because I feel very energized like work-wise, but then also like I suddenly get tired and everybody around us gets sick all the time. And then I'm like... Am I sick? Like, why am I? Like, as soon as I feel tired, I'm like, I'm probably sick as well because people are having all kinds of stuff this winter. Um, so I just mm-hmm. need to like stay f- focused in my head and not get wrapped up in all of that other stuff. Doing my yoga every day as well. So that is superb. And on another good note, so last week I managed to wrap up the noun hourly contract that I started before Christmas. And it just, this way of working works so well for me. Uh, like we talked about for her Christmas when I was like on cloud nine. I really, really enjoyed it. I was going to make a screencast, which is not live, which is hard for me because then I actually feel like I need the script. And I don't know, it's like it's a different process for me and I'm not as um, I haven't done it as much. And somehow I thought that it would take the same time as like doing something live. Like, oh, I'll just like do it in an hour. Like I don't have to plan it. Turns out I needed to plan it. And I definitely (laughs) just had to give myself time to kind of write it a little bit like an article. So I spent, I gave myself like three sessions during that week to kind of write out a script. And then I did one session where I recorded it and it worked out really well. And I don't know about you, but this is probably like a developer weirdness, but I somehow think everything that's not development shouldn't take that much time. Which is like, <laughs> when I say it out loud, I was like, this is just because I do, like, I do understand, like, it takes a lot of time to make videos. It takes a lot of time to write articles. Like, those are professions. But somehow, when I'm going to do it, like, I feel like those things just should be, like, byproducts of my, like, actual work, which is coding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think it's, yeah. and I don't give it kind of that time and space that I give the coding, um, which just... When I realized that, I was like, oh, I just have to give myself like three focus sessions and like actually spend time on this, not think that I'm going to just like 
wing it yeah. <laughs> because it's not yeah. my <laughs> um and it just filled me made me feel really stupid because I would never give somebody like I would never expect that from somebody else and I would never expect a writer not to spend time on their writing or a video person not to spend time <laughs> on their video making so it's a true it's a weird brain I was gonna. I was gonna say bad bad word. I probably shouldn't. Uh, brain. Well, <laughs> I can say. <laughs> <Instead>. <laughs> and I probably this is probably why developers are traditionally so bad at develop now documentation too, because we don't. Or we now I say we might just be a me thing, but we since it's not kind of our primary skill set. It's even though we know it should take time, we don't give it the time that it deserves or needs. Um, yeah. So yeah, I guess it's there. also it's probably also related to if you, if it's a task that you enjoy or don't enjoy. So if you enjoy programming, then it's easy to spend your entire day just writing code. But if you don't enjoy writing documentation, you want to be done with it as quickly as possible, and then probably get annoyed with yourself. You should take longer than longer than you want. But yeah. It's probably I mean, that. It's probably said, longer like than you want. Yeah. Everything just takes time and doing like good video editing or whatever, it just also takes a lot of time and uh, you have to invest the time to get a good result. I guess there's no way around yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. So I did not edit. Like that was in, I called it on purpose. It's going to be a video walkthrough. It's not going to be like a professional screencast. I was just going to talk through the code. Yeah. Um, but still, I didn't put like my face on the screen it was just the code that i recorded and mm. it feels very weird when in a live coding thing you can like you can talk and have fun while you're like organizing yourself because you're on screen and it's a different type of situation but when i was going to do a video walkthrough if i didn't know what i was going to say next there would just be like you know blank code space while like <laughs> you know until the next next thing happened um but I also yeah but it becomes, that's what I realized with writing. Like, I've never been a writer. Like, I've really had a hard time spelling as a child. I always got, like, you know, big red um, markings all over my essays and, and things like that. So I think I've kind of just done, when I had to write, I've done it, like, fairly quickly and, like, badly and just, like, get it over with. Like you said, like, I don't enjoy it. But now yeah. that I have given myself more time, I'm like, I'm starting to enjoy it. <laughs> which is I don't know what I feel about that like <laughs> it's not my identity like I'm not a writer um, but I think all of this like video that I've done so much video and then kind of done just um, recaps of the videos had made me practice writing and now I enjoy writing in itself and I don't need to kind of have that video to to give me things to write about or like think things through I can now do that more just in writing yeah yeah. yeah, I feel like the the hardest hardest part with writing is just starting. <laughs> I feel like whenever I have to write something, I procrastinate way longer than I take to actually write the thing. Um, especially if it's something where you have s some expertise or something to say. I mean, it's always hard to come up with some sort of I don't know random stuff that just fluff and uh, filler words more or less but once you have something you, you actually know and once you write about it's usually easy but 
then again, like as I said, like it just takes me forever to get to sit down, reserve the hour or so, stay focused and actually write. That's the hardest part. <laughs> and that's why the cinema trick was so amazing because like you I had that hour and a half while they were in the movie theater. And that was the only hour and a half that I would have completely to myself that day. And we had yeah. done and we had done everything else that because I'm part of this co-working group where we actually meet three times a week um, on Mondays to plan the week. And then on Tuesdays to have what she calls a focus session where we work together for an hour and a half, like digitally, mm-hmm. everyone just on their own thing. And then on on Fridays to do administration work. So we actually send our invoices and do our accounting and all of those things. Um, and that has been super helpful to me as somebody that cause like I see everybody else um, working and then you, like you have to, you know, also look and stay focused so that everybody gets inspired to kind of do what they said they were going to do. And that really helps for me. But she also talks about like going for a walk before you sit down to do one of these focus sessions or like make sure you've eaten and like basic things like we are adults, mm-hmm. but weirdly enough, we'll sit down and be like, oh, I'm going to write an article, but I didn't eat today, so it's probably going to be fine or cold, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So, for, so for this like weird cinema exercise that I did, like we had been out walking because I had to get them there. We had had like a nice uh, toast at the cafe beforehand. So like everything was in place. And then I only had that hour and a half and I knew like this needs to happen. And I actually managed to write freaking 400 words which i found was amazing for me to to get started um so yeah kind of forgot in my whole school is closed we don't know what's gonna happen so we are just like seizing the day and going to a treetop <laughs> hut they call it in in english on their internet page it's a little cabin built like in the in far up into a tree so you actually like it's a tree house um, nice. but it's a full size cabin with like three bedrooms and stuff. So me and a neighbor friend, we're going with all, she has three kids and then I have one and we're all going. And then we're also doing like dog sledding, sledging, like sledding, like, well, anyway, dogs are going to pull us on things that mm, nice ski along the <laughs> on Thursday, because I was like, okay, I, if school suddenly is in session, well, She's just going to take some days off because I need <laughs> to just do something with this like weird non non time or whatever we're going to call it. And it's also soon her birthday. So it's like a birthday present. So really, so we're going tomorrow morning. So I'm really excited about that. So that sounds yeah. cool. Yeah. I've been wanting to do it for years. Like it looks awesome. Yeah. I sent some photos. Oh, I will. Look out on the I'll Twitter <laughs> Twitter people. Yeah. yeah. Um, and my React Roundup podcast dropped last week. Uh, can't Ooh, nice. Yeah. So that I can see that some people have clicked into the web page, but not like a ton. And then, but still, it's like a good, it was a good fun thing to do and get my name out there. And then last but not least, um, Ula came to me with a proposal that he was going to redo the POW marketing page in Gatsby because it's actually on Squarespace at the moment, which is a little embarrassing when you're doing Gatsby stuff. It's not It's not really expected because as a business founder, I would say it was a very smart move, but it does mm-hmm. cost uh, money every month. And also he needs more kind of uh, exposure to, to creating a Gatsby project. And we both enjoy Markdown um as kind of our source so we thought it would be fun that he copy the site 
um, and you, you mark down as kind of the source for the content, it's probably going to take a lot. And it's also good because then he, he can spend as much time as he wants really on it. It might like take six months. <laughs> um, but the site, we already have a site, so it's not like it has to be done and it has to be shipped to the users, but it will be um, money saving for us when it's done. And also it's an existing site, so he can copy it, which I think when you are more of a beginner, it's easier to like copy something existing than having to like do everything from scratch. Like now we have something to look yeah. at, like it's going to be and all the tech, like we won't do any read, we won't do any restructuring of the text or the structure of the page. Like he'll copy it exactly as is, and then we can start like doing changes to it. And we will also then have him on the Thursday stream when he has issues like we did with Miriam, then I can help him with the issues on stream and it's, it's all come together. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Yeah, that sounds cool. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's one of the tricks to just get better at anything is just imitating what others are doing. Like, especially if it comes to design or, or like uh, CSS or something like that, just pick a page you like and open up the inspector and like, <laughs> look at how they solve every single thing and then try to imitate it with, with your own project. Not necessarily to then publish it and like mm -hmm. rip it off entirely, but just learning some techniques by, yeah, getting inspired and, and, and somewhat not stealing, but like, yeah, re-implementing it in, with your own means is, is a good way to just like level up your, your skill set. Yeah, there is some kind of quote on that, like, good artist something and great artist still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In the world, good artist copy and great artist steal. Is I think that's the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's I think that's the quote, yeah. <laughs> Not entirely I, I I don't honestly I don't quite get that quote. Like what is I think it, it is mean? Like, I think I think it is if you steal something you kind of make it your own. Like you, like if you steal some somebody else's thing and you bring it into your own house, then it's like completely your own or whatever. But copy you, well, you could bring that to your own home as well. But I think there's something like in there. I, we English speaking people of the population, let us yeah, know. But please. I think it's something yeah. about like stealing. You kind of make it more of your like you're taking it and making it your own in another. Because that's that's what you do when you if you are like if you are not that good you often copy and you can very well see that this is a copy well mm -hmm. you know great artist still which you could say is a copy but then like you make it your own afterwards i don't know there's something something like that in that quote yeah yeah, yeah. maybe yeah 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 and also, if anyone uh, knows please explain <laughs> <laughs> but it's also because ola's been doing his own streams and it's moving along really well because um i i I I watch them, of course. <laughs> I'm in the chat, um, but it's also nice to see like he is working on how to source data into the content layer of Gatsby, and he was like, "Well, can I just do one thing? Can I just like make one content node?" And yes, you can. But then that got me started with like, "Oh, we could actually make." a course or training or something like that. Like now I'm like a little unsure, like how I'm going to do about training and courses. Like I really want more of these consulting contracts because I had, or 
these non-hourly contacts because that was a lot of fun for me. But because I really enjoy solving problems, I just want to solve people's problems. Mm. But um, but that got me thinking, like, if we're going to do something or like test another another kind of course training type thing, it could be super interesting to do um, kind of a masterclass on like Gatsby sourcing and transforming or like something around that data layer because I really like the data layer. And it turns out, like, Ula really likes the data layer and is exploring a little bit. Like, okay, what happens if I make a content node without content? Does that work? And he's, like, exploring mm -hmm. these things. And it got me thinking, like, we could really start with just, like, sourcing one thing, like, one content node and then transforming one content node and, like, actually show what is happening. Because I think that is where a lot of people get confused with Gatsby that... You use plugins for all that, which is really good because you get up to you can get up and do a lot of stuff qu fairly quickly, like while like sourcing Markdown data, for instance, into the data layer. Um, and I I wouldn't rewrite that, but like if you do if you do it a little bit yourself, then you can understand what is happening, and it's easier to debug when things aren't working, right? So mm -hmm. yeah, that got me a little bit thinking, and and I get to explore those things in my daily emails because then I can just do a little. <laughs> thought and we'll and we'll see so we're also going to test it out on thursday on Thursday this week's stream we're going to be um sourcing youtube videos without using the youtube api which is kind of interesting we'll use the o-embed a um protocol instead nice so yeah but so it's as you said with with your your front-end developer i feel like ula is starting to to become at a developer at a level where we can kind of like have conversations about the code where um, it's it's also helpful for like I get new ideas because he mm -hmm. is a beginner but he's not like a beginner beginner where where it's like okay well that question just doesn't even make sense like it's <laughs> <laughs> he can also call like my bullshit every now and then he's like well that doesn't like that doesn't make sense Benedict like why does it work like that now like i i don't know let me look into that <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's cool i mean that's that's where it gets interesting mm -hmm. so yeah. yeah nice yeah anything know. else going on this week i'm going to the treetop hut treetop hut that's all that's happening this week no <laughs> no um i'm doing that so that's why i also have to prepare the emails today i guess because i don't want to be writing and yeah. taking time out from the my uh mini vacay but if this works like if i can just take like go away for i guess like a day and a half in the middle of the week and still get my emails out and still do my stream like that feels then the process is working like i have a process and, and a routine in place and i can change it up a little bit but it still works like yeah that, yeah so if i if i'm back here next week and i got all my emails out and the stream and my first draft from for the Smashing Magazine, I'm going to be... Then we, then then we, we celebrate. celebrate. Yes. Then I will yeah. be feeling celebratory and not confused. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a plan. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Are you going on any podcasts or doing any... I saw you do, oh, do the Twitter thread. I loved your Twitter thread on, um, on data trees. Yeah, that... Yeah, that was a lot of work and didn't get that much traction, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> but have you seen the other Twitter threaders? They will do the same Twitter thread at like eight different times in the same day. Like retweeted or what? I think sometimes 
I've never gone down the like the, the the Twitter growth hacking route, but I've read somewhere or I've seen somewhere where you'd retweet it within like it's after six hours you can retweet it, and then after like twelve hours you'll do a quote retweet because then it will actually mm. come again. But then also just uh, changing the intro a little bit and but basically have the same thread or the same images and then just do like a new thread with with the same content. Um, mm. I mean, if you want to do some Twitter growth, you have to be quite become quite annoying actually, which is my yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, you're not really annoying to the audience because I would probably not see all of them, you know. So I, that's why it works because the Twitter algorithm is so weird. So it's not like I'll see your thread again and again and again, uh, but it feels mm -hmm. you have to you have to. So I'm gonna rephrase. You don't have to be annoying, but you will feel like you are being annoying. Yeah. Which I feel is the truth about all marketing. Because I had an app company and after like talking about it obnoxiously for a year and then actually not doing it for a year, that's when people were like, Oh, you have an app company? I was like, Yeah. <laughs> like now you like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I just retweeted the intro tweet. Let's see yeah. if it yeah. picks up again. But I really no, liked it not, anyway. You looked very knowledgeable, and I know you are. But like the the, the thread was very uh, well, and it also got me interested because I am kind of into Markdown these days, which has come up several times during my little update. But I feel like Markdown gets a little too little exposure in the Gatsby community because. I'm guessing Markdown doesn't have a dev evangelist. All the headless CMSs have developer evangelists or advocates, while Markdown, you know, is just a solid <laughs> open source project with no paid evangelists. So yeah, that's maybe, true. Maybe I will be their unpaid paid Gatsby ev Markdown ev evangelist. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, sounds like a good idea. Yeah, and then I need trees. Well, yeah, I... Uh, we are we are Markdown fans as well, but um, as I mentioned in that Twitter thread, we are thinking about just like removing Markdown as the source of truth for our um, messages because it just causes way too many problems. So, mm -hmm. unfortunately, unfortunately, it has to go. <laughs> oh well. Well then. Well then, I have nothing more. I just remembered your Twitter thread, which I it made me happy. At least. <laughs> I, I'm glad you liked it. I had already forgotten about it. <laughs> so thanks for reminding me. <laughs> yes. Well then, um, I guess that's it for today. Um, and talk to you next Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, next yeah. week. We're recording Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> next week, everyone. Just like a wig next week. Okay, bye.